Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, as you heard last Friday on the broadcast, I talked about what I had heard from Bishop T.D. Jakes concerning we are human beings and we are beings because God, Daddy God, Yue Vahe, has basically ordained who we are because of his great love for us. We are human beings. We're not human doings. We're not our possessions and we're not our popularity. And so that was really a powerful rhema word that the Holy Spirit gave me. And and I want to lay another firm foundation for 2023. Now, we are a triune being, just like God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So how are we triune? We, we have a body, which is sometimes they call it the flesh, but our body is really not the flesh that they're talking about in the Bible. The flesh is something spiritual that is connected to the body, right? So we, we have our body, we have our soul, which is the activity of our mind, our will, and our emotions, and we have our spirit. Now, when the Adams ate the forbidden fruit, our spirit, which was directly connected to the Father, died. So when we are born, we have the spirit of our enemy, Satan. Yes, that's right. If you're not born again, if you have not accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have the spirit of Satan, right? Which is a not a good thing. He is not the friend of mankind. So when we are born again, immediately we get our born again. We recreate recreation in, in Christ Jesus from the spirit of Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ's bright spirit is in us. We are a new spirit, new spirit person in the spirit, and we're sealed by the Holy Spirit, right? So we are triune. The linchpin, the deciding factor is what? The soul. And basically, prior to our born again spirit, the flesh, our bodies and our soul were bosom buddies. And whatever the flesh wanted to do, and this is not Satan, this is our flesh. There's no good work in it. It is the antithesis of the Holy Spirit. And so that's why when Jesus comes back, we get a glorified body, a new body, because our body is not saved. Our soul is in the process of being saved and our spirit is 100% saved. So the linchpin for us is our soul, the activity of our minds, the activity of our emotions and our will and our emotions. So why am I telling you this? Because life is in the spirit. And when you line your mind, your will and your emotion, your soul with the things of the spirit, with the things of the father, recognizing that the father is good and Daddy God Yuevahe loves us and anything that he tells us is for our good, we come out as winners. We live and not die. But whenever our soul gets in alignment with the flesh, 
We're talking about immediately. We're talking about death. If if your soul lines up with the flesh and you want to do the secular thing and do the things of the world to 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 put spice in your marriage or save your marriage, you just put death in your marriage and you are going to have death in your marriage. But if you do the things of God, if your soul lines up with Daddy God, you ain't a word about the covenant relationship between the husband and wife and to honor Honor, honor your husband and the husband to love his wife. Then you are speaking life into your marriage and your, your marriage will flourish. It's simple as that. So whatever you line your soul up with is what you're going to get. So that's why a lot of people who line themselves up with the secular world, who lines themselves up with the flesh, see death in their marriage, death in their family relationship, death in their finances, death, death, death. And matter of fact, Satan even shows it in the movies. He don't even he don't even sugarcoat it. He don't even hide it in the plots. It's always if you're doing something bad in the end, you're going to end bad. But if you're doing something good, in the end, you're going to do good. And even God says, this day, you have the choice of life or death. And I, and Jesus tells us, the Father tells us, the Holy Spirit tells us, please choose what? Life. So, this is a pretty simple, simple. We must, if we want to flourish, if we want to be about our Father's business, then we need to what? We need to abide in the word, abide in Christ Jesus, and line our lives up with Christ Jesus. It was interesting as I've, you know, I recently had the surgery and Dr. Chrome did an excellent job. And I just met with my primary doctor, Dr. Brittany Clark, who did a very good job. And Dr. Ajun, which is my endocrinologist, um, Everybody was just awesome. And Patricia, her nurse is awesome. And just everybody, just awesome. And it was just powerful to see the hand of God as I prayed and went into see my internist who basically said my my calcium levels were normal. And so I'm basically very excited and happy about that. And now I'm ready to I'm working out with my therapist Lori and um, Tanya, and Tanya is my uh, occupational therapist, and Lori is my physical therapist. And Lori has just—I've been with her from the very beginning. And Tanya, you know, she came on the scene not too long ago. So I'm working very hard to get my body back to normal, so that I can what seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all other things shall be added, what, unto what? Me. And one of the things that Daddy Gayue Vahe had told me about was I needed to stop eating sweets. And miraculously, you know, the pain helped a lot. <laughs> uh, I gave up eating sweets for well over a year. And then this past Christmas, I did eat some sweet potato pie, some banana pudding, but I got back on track. But what was interesting is that, you know, I had um, ordered some Chick-fil-A um, nuggets and I ordered the lemonade, which has lots of sugar. Do you know that the Holy Spirit made sure that they brought me a bottle of water? That was nothing but Jesus. I, it's very, very, very awesome to belong to God. And even when you break down and 
make a bad choice, God got your back if he if he knows your heart. So what is this broadcast about? You need to practice, practice having your mind, your will, and your emotion, your soul to line up with the word of God, to see what God's word says about your marriage, to see what God's word says about raising your children, to see what God's word says about your finances. And by the way, starting in, um, I think it's going to be April, I will be teaching again on the blessed life and beyond the blessed life, Dr. Robert Morris, Gateway Church in um, Fort Worth, Texas. I will be teaching on his two books, The Blessed Life and Beyond the Blessed Life. I will combine them together, and that will be in the month of April at All What Nations Church. All Nations Church, which is in the shopping center where Chuck E. Cheese is and across the street from the um, the amusement center, right, that they have um, across the street. So just wanted to let you know, Dr. Davis, and it's a very powerful teaching. This is going to be the year of abundance, and this is going to be the year of wholeness and peace. And if you want the best, the blessed life, if you want to be beyond the blessed life, because I want to be, I want to give to the kingdom. I have a heart for giving for the kingdom. And I've already seen the results of it. I just got a, a, a promotion. And also what's awesome is, is that I was able to pay the taxes on both the houses that we have in Pensacola, Florida at, in January, which means I got the 2% discount. So that's the first time I ever paid in January. And uh, thanks to my mom, Esther Williams and and God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So I'm expecting to have major, major increases in my finances, not to be all about buying stuff for myself, but I want to give to the kingdom of God. And my girlfriend and I, um, Minister Gwen Lee, who has the ministry called the Upper Room Ministry. She's also a banker, mortgage banker in um, Houston, Texas. She basically has a declaration that she shared with me, and we're both saying this declaration. And I'm not sharing it with everyone because you have to be at a certain level spiritually to even declare these things. But I'm going to share them with you today. And we're saying... I am so happy and grateful for what? The large sums of money that comes to me each easily, effortlessly, and quickly, increasing, accelerating, and expanding quantities from multiple and varied sources on a continuous and consistent Basis in the best interest of all with the free will of all that I get to keep, give, spend, invest, and circulate joyously in the name of Jesus. So we have been pushing forward because I was listening to the director of our um, program, um, Minister Ann. 
And she was going through all the missions that we support all over the world. And I told the father, I want to give to all of them. <laughs> so we will see what's happened. I got another, you know, I told you about uh, not too long ago that I, I messed up, but God had just spoken to me. Jesus had just said to me, I am your husband. And, um, and so when I had busted my tire, God had a pastor and the owner of the real thing, the real rim shop. They both fought over who would pay for my tire and they blessed me. And, um, the owner ended up winning and they paid for my tire. Well, not too long ago, it was dark and I couldn't see. I was driving down Appalachia and I ended up hitting a sidewalk pretty hard, but I never saw anything happen. And it hit that tire, the new tire, and I didn't see anything. So today, I took my mother to the doctor's office, and then I dropped off. We went by Chick-fil-A to get her some nuggets to tide us over. And all of a sudden, as I was pulling out onto Capitol Circle, Northeast Capitol Circle, I heard blah, 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 and leaning over, and my tire was totally flat. And you know what happened? God sent three angels. One um, was a um, a nice man. Um he came over and my mother went to get him. And then another nice man, he owned his own Victor. He owned his own custodial um, janitorial service in that area. And then my old buddy from AAA, um, basically, he came by as well. And his name is, um, I think it's Lindy, Lindsay, Lindy, Lindsay, not Lindsay. What is his name? Because I've seen him not that often because it's very rare that I have anything like this happen to my car. So let me see. Let me see if I got his name here because I'm looking up AAA right now because I want to give him credit. Um, but the long and short of everything, these three men all were strategically placed to help me. And a matter of fact, Victor had taken my tire that was busted. He said that it actually was slashed because as he put the air in the tire, it wouldn't even hold the air anymore. And so uh, Lloyd, that's his name was Lloyd. And so Lloyd, the technician Lloyd, who I hadn't seen in a few years, he remembered me. And so they were all there. And in the end, they put I had to pay Tire Kingdom, you know, not too much, but almost two hundred dollars for this tire. But the long and short of everything I was back on the road in time to get to the bank, to take care of financial business, tithe, get my offerings, and get to my doctor's appointment where I got the good news about my calcium level from Dr. Clark. And then I came now to the studio to record for the Friday <clears throat> broadcast. But what was awesome was how God had these total strangers, pretty much, just go out of their way to help me. Of course, I bless them and I want to continue blessing them any way I can. I just pray over those three men and ask God to bless them and keep them. And financially, you know, I was able to bless one of them as well. So the long and short of it is even in the midst of this flat tire, which I rarely have anymore because I used to have flat tires. I used to run out of gas. All those things used to happen to me pre-tithing, which was decades and decades and decades ago. 
So when I have a flat tire now, I'm very, very, very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And I'm waiting on the Lord to tell me what's up, what's going on. But the long and short of it, I made it to the studio. I'm here doing the broadcast and to talk to you about lining your life up, your soul with your spirit. No matter what, line it up with the spirit. Because if you line up with the flesh, even though it may feel good at present, sin is not. Let me tell you right up front. Sin feels good sometimes. Sin tastes good sometimes. Right. But sin is not good. Sin has a cost. Sin has a cost. Sin is not free. People think sin is free, but it's not. And the cost for sin is death. So whatever you're walking in sin in, you bring in death to that situation. Now, you can have Jesus pay for it or you can pay for it. I prefer for my big brother, my heavenly Boaz, my Lord and Savior, my King of Kings, my Lord of Lord, Yahshua Amashiach, Christ Jesus, to pay for my sins. I accepted Christ Jesus, free the blood that he shed for me, his body that he took to scourging and whip for me. He shed it blood for me, blood from his sweat, which basically redeemed me, right? From my will, lining my will up with God's will, right? He sweated when they plucked his beard so that I now have the identity in Christ Jesus. My identity has been redeemed. He took the whipping at the whipping post, right? Where he took all my sickness, all my disease, all my lack, all my poverty. He took the crown of thorns. So every curse on this earth is reversed for me and my seed. All my children, my son and daughter, the the line is drawn in the sand. The bloodline is drawn in the sand. All of this, all of this. He took the the piercing of his hands so that my hands will prosper and my hands will create wealth. He took the piercing of his feet that everywhere my feet trod, everywhere my feet goes, I have victory. He took the piercing of his side where the church was birthed, where water and blood came out of his side. And we had the birth of the church. And I am a part of the body of Christ. I am a part of the church. I am the bride of Christ. And guess what? You're going to see in 2023 that it makes a difference if you are bought With the price of the blood of Christ Jesus, you're going to see that things, signs and wonders are going to follow the people who truly believe and walk with Christ Jesus. You're going to see people who line up their souls with the spirit instead of the flesh, how they will flourish. You know, I get as I'm getting older, I get to look at these older marriages that have survived. And you know what? <laughs> they line themselves up with the word of what? God. I look at my my godfather and I look how healthy he is. You know, he his daughter just had a birthday. I'm not going to tell you how old she is, but he don't look a day over 20. But my my godfather is sold out 
to Christ Jesus. Is he perfect? No, I didn't say that. But I'm just saying he is sold out to Christ Jesus. He lives the word. He eats the word. And I'm trying to be more like him in Christ Jesus. And I'm trying to tell you, you listeners that listen to me, line your soul up with your the Holy Spirit that's in you. Line your soul up with the Spirit of Christ Jesus that's in you. Line your soul up with your new born again spirit. You're a new creation, new creature in Christ Jesus, and you shall flourish. You, everything that you lined up with God's word will flourish, and you will what? You will what? You will be blessed. You will be what? You will multiply, right? You will replenish the earth and you will subdue it. Okay? So it is important that you understand that you have a free will. And guess what? You can have the Holy Spirit help you. I go to the Holy Spirit now, especially when it comes to sweets. I'm not even pretending like I have arrived when it comes to sweets. I was at the Olive Garden, took my mother to the Olive Garden after church last Sunday. And guess what they had on there? They had a white sponge cake with white icing and strawberries on top. Mm, 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 mm. Thank God to the, thank God for the Holy Spirit. I made it. Well, I just wanted to let you know that we are not human doings. We are not our possessions and we're not our popularity. We are human beings and we need to line our lives up with the the word of God, with the Holy Spirit. You know, one of the most powerful examples of this is King Saul. King Saul was the first king of the Israeli nation who ended badly. King Saul, when he started out, was very humble. King Saul was all about obeying God. But over time, over time, he started being more concerned about what man thought than what God thought. And so what happened was the Amalekites basically had they had basically were the first nation to attack the Israelites when they left Egypt and the Amalekites are like the first atheists right and there was a lot of things going on in bestiality and stuff like that that's why God said kill everything including the cattle all everything the sheep because of all the sins that they did would perform with the animals so King Saul went and he killed everything except the king and I think the queen got he didn't get the queen either and um, the queen I think escaped and he, he supposedly kept the best of the livestock to sacrifice to the Lord. And when Samuel came to check on the progress of King Saul, King Saul said, King, no, Samuel said to King Saul, why did you not obey God? He told you to annihilate, destroy completely. And that's very 
harsh, would you think? But this is Old Testament. This is prior to the blood. This is prior to the Messiah coming to us. So nowadays, you don't have to annihilate a whole nation. You just need the blood of Jesus. But back in the Old Testament, the way you you, you got rid of a scourge is you wiped out everybody, the bodies of their souls and their demonic spirits. So Saul did not obey. And finally, he broke down. He lied and told him, well, you know, I, we saved the best to sacrifice to God. And Samuel said, God rather have obedience than your sacrifice. And then finally, um, Saul told the truth. He was too, he was concerned about what the people wanted instead of what God wanted. And that came back to bite the Israeli nation because they went into captivity again, the Babylonians, the Persians. They went into captivity. Daniel was brought into captivity. All of this, and what happened was there was an Amalekite named Haman, and that demonic force was resting in that man. And because Mordecai, Esther, Queen Esther's uncle, or not not uncle, but cousin, would not bow down to him, he wanted to kill every Jew that was in the territory of Persia, right? Of course, in the book of Esther, you don't you don't see God in it, the, the right hand of God, which is where you see what God is doing. What you see in the book of Esther is the left hand of God, where the unseen moves of God. So rest assured, Daddy God, you a vahe, our Daddy, Abba Father, you a vahe, Lord God, Yahshua, Mashiach, Christ Jesus, Lord God, Ruha, Kadash. Lord God, Holy Spirit, they're always on the move and they always got our back, even when we screw up. Okay, so what ended up happening was Haman didn't know that Esther was a Jewish. Right. So the long and short of everything, it backfired on him. He had even had built a gallows to hang Mordecai on and he had a some chance. He threw some lots and Pick the day that all the Jews are going to be annihilated and wiped out. You know that wasn't going to happen. And that instead of them getting annihilated, the people that lined up with Haman got annihilated. And guess what? All 10 of Haman's sons were killed and they took their bodies and hung them on that gallows. And guess what? Haman actually hung on that gallows. And guess what? Mordecai inherited all Haman's lands, all Haman's property, all of Haman's wealth. So don't mess with God because God will always checkmate you. You need to be on the side of what? God. The good news now is that nations are not totally wiped out anymore like that because the blood of Jesus, Jesus died for every human soul Every human soul on planet Earth that was ever born, that is born now, and is born in the future. That's some powerful blood. Why? Because it was the blood of the Father. It was the blood of the Father. So, what am I saying from this? Is line your life, choose life. Even when it appears like the side of sin is where all the fun is. The side of sin is where the party is. The side of sin is what tastes good. The side of sin is what feels good. Don't, don't be deceived. Don't be tricked. 
is not like that at all. Ask Saul. So what ended up happening to Saul? He lost the kingdom. Samuel was heartbroken. He loved Saul. But when Saul said from this this day, it's over. You disobeyed him for the because this wasn't his first rodeo. Saul had disobeyed the father on something else. But this was a biggie. And so he lost the kingdom and he grabbed, he grabbed Samuel's clothing. And when he Samuel was trying to walk away, because guess what? Guess what Saul was trying to do? Saul was trying to give do the sacrifice, which is the 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 priest's responsibility, prophet and priest, right? So Saul overstepped his boundaries, and so as he as Samuel walked away, he tore Samuel's clothing, and this is what Samuel said: "From this, because you have done this." The kingdom of Israel is ripped away from you as of this day. And what happened was the Holy Spirit, which had had rested upon what? Saul, King Saul, left him and rest upon David. And God sent, after a period of mourning, he sent Samuel to uh, anoint King David, which was the eighth son of of his father and King David became the king, the second king of Israel and had a, a very prosperous and prolific um, kingdom. And guess what? God said from the line of David, that there will be a kingdom that will never end. And that's Jesus. Jesus actually was um, and from the flesh perspective, from the body perspective, Came from the line of what? David. Mary's line, her, her lineage is traced back to King David and, um, King Solomon, really. And then also Joseph's line also could be traced back to Solomon and King David. The good news was, is that Joseph was a, the stepfather because his blood was not, and he was not involved in the conception of Yahshua Mashiach Christ Jesus The Holy Spirit After the marriage proposal From the father To Mary She said Be it unto me Be it unto your handmaid So she, it was through her free will And the Holy Spirit Overtook her And implanted The sperma Implanted the sperma Which was the word of God And it took about 4,000 years For the word To come together for it to be implanted in Mary and Jesus fulfilled just about every prophecy that was in the word of God the rest of the prophecies will be fulfilled once he returns so (laughs) this is awesome please listen please I hope if you can come in April I'll let you know when and where in April but I will be talking about the blessed life and beyond the blessed life. And I want you to remember, you're not a human doing. You're not your possessions and you're not your popularity. You're a human being created by the Father and He loves you. He loves you. Jesus loves you. He died for you. And the Holy Spirit loves you. And He wants to empower you to do the kingdom of God's business, to do the Father's business. 
Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Oh